From the Gospel of Luke, the ninth chapter, verses 28 through 43, hear the word of God. Now about eight days after these sayings, Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became dazzling white. And suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory, and the two men stood with him. Just as they were leaving, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. And while he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, my chosen. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone. And they kept silent in those days and told no one any of the things they had seen. On the next day, when they had come down from the mountain, a great crowd met him. Just then a man from the crowd shouted, Teacher, I beg you to look at my son. He is my only child. Suddenly a spirit seizes him, and all at once he shrieks. It throws him into convulsions until he foams at the mouth. It mauls him and will scarcely leave him. I begged your disciples to cast it out, but they could not. Jesus answered, You faithless and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you and bear with you? Bring your son here. While he was coming, the demon dashed him to the ground in convulsions. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, healed the boy, and gave him back to his father. And all, all were astounded at the greatness of God. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The earth has its head in the clouds on Mount Everest, but at the same time it has also sunken to a low in the Marianas Trench. On this earth there is killing in the Ukraine, while at the same time some are making a killing on in commodities, oil and gas, wheat and whatever. At the same time, at the same time, highs and lows. Even today, the pastor might hear the good news of a grandchild followed by the one who comes up next to share the loss of her brother, followed by the one who has to put dad in the nursing home, followed by the one who was accepted into the master's program, followed by the one who's all excited about the Tennessee win, followed by the one who doesn't want to talk about the Auburn loss. There are times of ups and downs at the same time, all on God's green earth. And in our text, we heard that same time going on. It was all bright and light on the mountaintop, but down, down, down in the valley was a boy, broken and twisted and disfigured. Oh, a boy. My boy, I lift up my eyes to the hills from whence does my help come. 
and up on the mountain at the same time, the heavy hitters of the Holy Hall of Fame, Moses and Elijah and Jesus and the voice of God, holy, 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 holy. Meanwhile, down, down, down in the valley of the shadow of death is a father whose only child, the father whose only son, is tearing the father's heart out. Suddenly it seizes him, he shrieks, he falls into convulsions, foams at the mouth, mauls at him. The pain of a parent. A parent would switch places with a child in a heartbeat. Such is love. Such is pain. Such is parenthood. They don't tell you this when you're going to have a child. That, that a child would be so much joy and yet so much the burden, the burden, the ache of love, the burden of responsibility. They don't tell you. They don't tell you this when you get a puppy. Beth and I got a puppy. So if I look more tired than usual, it's because we got a puppy. Puppies are bundles of cuteness and love, and at the same time, a puppy is a brainless thing that wakes up at 4.23 in the morning. Why 4.23? It's because that's when Mario Andretti delivers John Bailey's Wall Street Journal. <laughs> Comes through our neighborhood, and boom, and the dog puppy hears it and starts to cry. Our trainer said, just let her cry it out, just let her cry it out, but my trainer doesn't live in our house. So as of late, I get my monsoon wardrobe on and get my puppy, whose name is Bella, Bella, which is Greek for terrorist, and up and out the door and down the road to visit John Bailey's yard. The rain falls on the just and the unjust. I'm kidding, of course. I, I wouldn't do that to Sally Bailey. Um, I'm just saying that when you invest, when you invest, whether it be spouse or child or puppy or friend or neighbor, there's going to be highs and lows, sometimes all at the same time. It's the price of love. This is Transfiguration Sunday, the Sunday before we enter into Lent and up on the mountain, high and holy, cloud and light and bright. It reminds us of the mountaintop experience, the thin space, the place where you feel the presence of God, where you're one with God, a peace that surpasses all understanding. It's quite lovely. But in our text, it isn't really a rocky mountain high. For Jesus is talking to Elijah and Moses, the new Revised Standard Version calls it, about his departure. The Greek, the word is exodon. You hear the word exodus. Jesus is talking about his death. His death. On top of the world... Jesus is talking about being under the world, the tomb. 
God overhears the conversation and says, This is my son, my beloved, my chosen. Listen to him. God is so pleased with his son, his only son, his only son, because his only son is choosing to live the righteous life. Chooses. You understand, Jesus didn't have to go through any of it. He could have come down the mountain and said, I'm done, I'm done, I'm going to set up a little coffee shop near the Sea of Galilee, I'm done. I'm saying God didn't pre-program a robot. But like each one of us, Jesus made choices. And what's different about Jesus is that at every crossroad, the hardest choice was made. And the hardest choice is when it's not about me, it's about you. And what's interesting is the Jesus choice, the God choice, makes us angry. We heard that a few weeks ago. His hometown wanted to throw him off the cliff after hearing his first sermon. Was it because he wanted to institute a mask policy? No. It's because he said God cares for those people outside of town, well, across the border. All through the Gospels, Jesus seems like he just makes people angry with his choices. In fact, some are plotting to kill him because of his choices. The, the disciples accuse him of not caring on occasion because of his choices. Some denied him because of his choices. Some sold him out because of his choices. You see, anybody can love God. You can come in here and love God all you want. What's not to love about God? But the Gospels were written to tell us that when God takes human form, when God becomes someone we can wrap our arms around, what we tend to do is wrap our arms around, our hands around his neck. Joy and sorrow, highs and lows, Hosanna, crucify him all at the same time. So what is it about Jesus that ticks you off? Is it that he tells you to love your enemy? Is it that he tells you to forgive the unforgivable? Is it that he tells you to be patient and kind in an angry world? Is it that he tells you to sell your possessions? Personally, what ticks me off about Jesus is that he comes back from the dead with wounds, with wounds. The wounds are still there. And I don't know how you feel about the wounds, but they make me feel guilty, and I don't like feeling guilty. So I'm trying to enact some legislation, and I think I've got the votes to get it, to have the wounds eliminated from the Gospels, a transfiguration, if you will, so that we don't have to feel the, the guilt for our desire to kill the truth. Can you help me make the story a little bit more white and clean? 
Remove the stain from our Sunday school. Take the blood and the brokenness away. We don't need to inflict that on our children. Take it to the curb. Let the sanitation truck come by if they'll ever come by. And take it to the dump outside of town where we can put all the rest of the stuff. Slavery or what happened at Wounded Knee or the Holocaust or Japanese internment camps or, or napalm in Vietnam. Put it there in the dump. Just get rid of it like it never happened. On the mountaintop, in the light and in the bright, he spoke of his death. That he was going to go the thorn way. The thorn way, says the poet. Take up your cross and go the thorn way. And if a sponge of vinegar be passed you on a spear, take that too, for souls are made of endurance. God knows. God knows. It's the choice. Jesus was speaking of his exodus, and at the same time a voice cried out, This is my son. This is my only son, my chosen. Can you help him? He's convulsing and screaming and mauling himself, and I begged and I begged your disciples to help him out, and they cannot, and this is the beginning of the exodus, you see. For Jesus descends into the valley of the shadow of death. This is the thorn way. How much longer must I put up with you? And this is the transfiguration. The boy is changed. No longer tearing and screaming and convulsing death to life. And the son, the only son, Luke writes, is given back to the father. We will hear that story again on Good Friday and Easter. For our story has downs and ups, downs and ups, ups and downs, downs and ups. We talked about this story in Bible study this week, and a friend of mine, Chad, you might know him, talked about his father who is quickly losing his memory. And he said, I never had seen my father cry before. The only time I saw him cry before was in that movie Brian's song, Gail Sayers and Brian Piccolo. Maybe you're old enough to remember that movie. But he said, this week I was with my dad and he was crying. Nobody tells you this when you have a father. They don't tell you that. talking about his departure. And then his face transfigured. And he said, what, what keeps me going? It's all of you. You pray for me and pray for my father and care for me and talk about my father and share with me and share about my father. 
He went from tears to smiling, just like that, joys and sorrows. We are people of the thorn way. This is what we do. And in the end, the boy is given back to the father. And the father is given back to the boy. And when the people see it, they are astounded. They are astounded at the greatness, the greatness of God. 